This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Well, the U.S. Department of Justice is now reacting to a new state law here in Alabama. The DOJ is challenging that law which makes it a felony for a doctor to prescribe hormones or perform surgery on a person under the age of 19 who is suffering from gender dysphoria. The DOJ has now filed a legal motion to prevent the law from going into effect this coming May 8th. The DOJ is describing puberty blockers and gender reassignment surgery as a medical necessity. Republicans who voted to pass the bill this past legislative session did so to protect children from making a decision that is life-altering and irreversible. Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall is defending the bill and told KLTV News that the Biden administration has chosen to prioritize leftist politics at the expense of Alabama's children. Marshall says that both science and common sense are on Alabama's side when it comes to this case. Two out of three Republican Senate primary candidates have now flaked out when it comes to taking part in an upcoming debate. The event was being organized by Alabama's Republican Party, and it was going to be held for Mo Brooks, Katie Britt, and Mike Durant to take part in. The debate was going to be televised by five TV stations so that voters could better understand what the candidates stood for and how they planned to fight for Alabama as the next senator. GOP Party Chairman John Wall told 1819 News that this event took months of work to plan. Now Mo Brooks is speaking to 1819 News as well, and says that Senate candidate Mike Durant refused to offer any dates that would work for him to take part in the debate, but instead demanded that Brooks and Katie Britt first offer the three dates. Brooks says that Britt and he worked together to offer the dates of May 10th, 12th, or the 17th, but then the three dates were rejected by Durant and no alternatives were offered. The Alabama Republican Party then offered to still host the event without Durant and just include Brooks and Britt debating each other. However, Britt has now refused to take part in that debate, and that leaves Mo Brooks hanging as the only one willing to do it. Brooks told 1819 News that Durant and Britt refusing to debate exposes their lack of skill and public policy knowledge, as well as their inability to go to the U.S. Senate and take on Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer and the Biden administration. Brooks concluded that any candidate afraid of the public and doing a public debate has no business serving in a public office. There's a full article on this latest development that can be found at the 1819 News website. A $10,000 reward is now being offered by the U.S. Marshals Service in order to find a missing Lauderdale County Sheriff's Deputy. Vicki White went missing on Friday after leaving the Lauderdale County Detention Center with inmate Casey White. The two are not related to each other. Officer White was taking inmate White for a mental health evaluation at the courthouse. Lauderdale County Sheriff Rick Singleton says that inmate White escaped during this half-a-mile a trip, and now Officer White cannot be found. Sheriff Singleton also believes that Officer White assisted in that escape since there was actually no court appearance scheduled at the courthouse. Sheriff Singleton says that regardless of White's involvement in the inmate's escape, that Officer White is still in danger. Inmate White was charged with murder in the death of Connie Ridgway back in 2015. Anyone with information on Vicki White or Casey White is asked to call 911, the Lauderdale County Sheriff's Office, or the U.S. Marshal tip line. 
A man who did escape a Kilby Correctional Facility here in Alabama has now been caught and returned. Mitchell Dillian Lindsay is serving a life sentence at that facility. He was able to escape on Saturday morning and was located later that day. He did surrender to authorities without incident. The prison is located in Montgomery County. A tragic death in Franklin County has a dog owner now behind bars and facing manslaughter charges. Jacqueline Beard was attacked and killed by a pack of dogs on Crumpton Road in Franklin County. Beard was there as a member of the Alabama Department of Public Health. She was investigating reports of a dog attack in that area a week prior when those same dogs attacked her. The Franklin County Sheriff's Office says some of those dogs had to be killed on the spot when they found Beard's body. Dowdy is the owner of the dogs and was found and arrested. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news... Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi made a surprise visit to the country of Ukraine this past weekend. Pelosi met with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky to show U.S. support for that country as Russian forces continue to occupy and fight in parts of Ukraine. Zelensky has made repeated requests for more money from the U.S. to help his country and has even asked for Biden to come out and visit himself. Instead, Biden asked Pelosi to go. Pelosi says she delivered a message of additional American support, which means that U.S. taxpayer money will be used in funding that support. Pelosi is no stranger to Ukraine. She has visited there in the past. Her son, Paul Pelosi Jr., sat on the board of an oil company out of Ukraine called Viscoil. If that sounds familiar, that is also what Joe Biden's son, Hunter, did. He sat on the board of Burisma Oil Company out of Ukraine. Paul Pelosi Jr. and his mother, Nancy, were even used in a promo video put out by Viscoil about their future innovations for clean energy and vehicles that run at 100 miles per gallon. This promo video was reported in 2019 by Patrick Halley at the National File. Breaking our crippling addiction to oil, they are developing desirable, efficient cars that get more than 100 miles per gallon. My son, Paul, who is here with me, tells me that that is par for the course and not to be uh, overwhelmed by that prospect that will be considered the normal. My name is Paul Pelosi. Of course, I'm on the board of Viscal Oil. And Viscal's here today to talk about accelerating the future. Before joining the board of Viscoil, Paul Pelosi Jr. co-founded a company called Natural Blue Resources. The Securities and Exchange Commission ended up suspending any trading for that business and charged four people within that company with fraud, which occurred back in 2009. Republicans in Congress are not happy with the creation of the Disinformation Governance Board within the Department of Homeland Security. The Biden administration has named Nina Janowitz as the director of this new board to identify and remove online statements that don't line up with what the Biden administration deems to be factual or truth, especially on the issues of U.S. election integrity, COVID-19 and vaccines, the conflict in Ukraine and the crisis at the U.S.-Mexico border. Here's the director, Janowitz, from a previous video that she put out regarding disinformation. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. When Rudy Giuliani shared that intel from Ukraine. Or when TikTok influencers say COVID can cause pain. They're laundering disinfo and we really should take note and not support their lies with our wallet, voice or vote. Republicans are calling it the Ministry of Truth based off of the George Orwell novel 1984. Many of the Republicans are posting about it on social media. Colorado Congresswoman Lauren Boebert has already written up a bill that would defund the Disinformation Governance Board. 
Boebert said that Americans don't fully understand the severity of this recent move by the Biden administration. Boebert says it's on the level of a Joseph Stalin communistic socialistic move, and she says this is the hill to die on here in the U.S. The founder of True the Vote, Catherine Engelbrook, says that the massive amount of election data collected from swing states is about to go public. The data that the group collected is related to the 2020 presidential election and the use of ballot traffickers who were paid to collect and drop off mail-in ballots at ballot boxes. The work of True the Vote will also be detailed in an upcoming documentary that was produced by Dinesh D'Souza. That documentary is called 2000 Mules. Engelbrook spoke in a recent interview with WorldNet Daily about the use of cell phone pings and surveillance video to show how mail-in ballots, along with dirty voter rolls, all allowed for high levels of these ballots to be filled in and sent out. Like for in, in Georgia, the average mule went to 23 different drop boxes within that early election period. So if you went to much less than that, you're not going to make it into our study. So if somebody goes to 10 boxes or 12 boxes, are, you know, are they worthy of being, is that a worthy review? Maybe, but we could only do so much. So all this to say, when you add it up and you, you analyze the various scenarios based upon all the data that we have, we ultimately arrive at, at, at a place where we think, we feel pretty comfortable that it's approximately a 7% um, hit to the mail ballots. So, and that, and some states seem to have more than that. Uh, Pennsylvania is a great example. They, that they're way above that. Um, and then you have states that, that didn't have as many. Um, Georgia was an example, even though it was excessive, um, for different reasons, they're going to be on the lower end of that. But when you, when you extrapolate that, which I'm loath to do, because then you introduce so many different, you know, um, less clear variables. But if you do it just for kicks, 7% of mail-in is at about 4.8 million nationally. There's going to be some, it's not, you know, every single state, 7%, but on balance, based on everything we can see, about 7%. And in all the states that we studied, and certainly nationwide, that would have swung the election. Even, even if we're close on our estimate, that would have swung the election, we believe, based on all of the, you know, all of the data that we have. The documentary 2000 Mules will be released in theaters. The trailer for the movie has been circulating for a couple of weeks now. Without free and fair elections, we are not a democracy. We are a criminal cartel masquerading as a democracy. 2,000 mules. In select theaters, May 2nd and 4th. Virtual premiere, May 7th. Stream, May 8th at Salem Now or Locals. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Don't miss out on Phil Williams on Right Side Radio as he also discusses Biden's Ministry of Truth. Well, so who is this knucklehead um, that they put in charge? Well, her name um, is uh, Nina Jankowicz. So Nina Jankowicz is a disinformation fellow from the Wilson Center. She has a degree, like I said, a master's degree, I believe, from Georgetown. She's obviously a smart person, but she has no common sense. Um, she's labeled as a disinformation fellow. She's been known to sing some pretty foul-mouthed um, videos on, uh, on Twitter. Um, she's big into Harry Potter and got uh, a Harry Potter-based band together, and they sang in clubs, but they usually sang about liberal causes. She has, over time, uh, issued things like the fact that, uh, in her opinion, um, 
the Hunter Biden laptop was Russia disinformation uh, and that, um, you know, things that we see right now with the Steele dossier uh, had to have been real. And yet she's going to be in charge of determining disinformation. Okay, listen, this is a professional who has just been hired by the Department of Homeland Security, not the CIA, the NSA, worrying about foreign actors, the people that are going to monitor you and I. Just hired this person because allegedly she's smart on disinformation. You can find that podcast at rightsideradio.org. If you're enjoying the Daily Detail, remember you can get those reports directly to your phone or electronic device simply by subscribing on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again on Tuesday. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 